We all have moments where we feel insecure. Without awareness, those moments of insecurity shape so much of our lives. Hi, I'm Chris McAllister, and I founded SightShift to help people like you and me, leaders and coaches, use the moments they feel insecure to transform their identity, their teams, and their culture. Listen in as I interview people around what it means to be the kind of leader who uses these moments to transform themselves. Everybody, we are in the new format of the podcast. So glad to have a, a friend I got to make last year. Was it last year or the year before that? I it, was yeah, it was last year. Last yeah, it was last year. year. Yeah. yeah. Matthew Gatozzi sounds like cozy. We'll have a cozy <laughs> time together today. Uh, founder of Good O Studios, and uh, what a what a cool thing to have you here today. So glad to have you here, Matthew. Tell us a little bit about the studio work now. Yeah, that's a shift from when we were last hanging out. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, when we were first chatting, it was just me doing my own thing, kind of freelance. Now we're starting to build a little bit of a team. Uh, but really, Good O Studios, we create content for consumer brands. So we're doing all the photos and videos. Uh, and we're doing, you know, TikToks and everything. When you when you see visual content, we're we're behind it for for a lot of cool brands. Oh, super fun. Okay, so you know, for me, obviously, not uh, anybody that follows me on social, not investing a ton into the extra effort on on TikTok and the transitions and all the stuff that makes a video entertaining. Uh, so no doubt I'll look at some of what you've been doing and go, man, I got to up my game. How long does it take you to make a great one minute TikTok? If it's just me talking, I feel like you can just rattle it off and it's, it's a lot easier for some of our clients. Yeah. It takes a lot because we got to find the creator. We got to come up with the brief. We got to send them the product. They got to shoot it. We've got to you know, edit it internally and then post it. So that can be a whole, you know, few weeks. So it really just kind of depends on who you are and, and how you're helping, but definitely more time than you think. But I think the the payoff is, is worth it, uh, depending on what you're trying to do. Yeah, right on. So I'm really asking this question because I don't want to make sure my daughter's ripping me off, helping me on some <laughs> videos. What, because uh, I think like a minute video needs about an hour of editing. Is that a good standard rule? Yeah, I say I think that people underestimate how much time goes into the post production of just shooting anything. Mm -hmm. But I think the best thing that you can do is plan. The more planning you do, you know, whether it's you know scripting or just really coming up with the concept, that definitely helps you shooting, but then also uh, post production as well. Nice. See, I think this is so true for so much, right? Of life, it's like it's harder than it looks. It's going to take longer. It's going to cost more. You know, all of these things, whenever we try to seek to make a vision happen, make a change happen. Uh, and, and you, right from the beginning, have just impressed me as a person who's like, I'm going to go after it. I'm going to go after the vision. I want to see what happens. Um, really doesn't wait for the change to come upon you, but dives into the change as soon as you sniff out it needs to be made. Um does that seem like a fair assessment? That's that's my yeah. high-level overview. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I definitely go for it. Um, I, I think part of what's so fascinating to me about your story is, and, and you can be as vulnerable here as you want to be, but you were so down a path 
of being a professional, you know, in a whole completely different world. Feel free to share that if you want to. And, and then really went through an identity crisis with that and now have made, it seems like, peace with a high rate of change. Tell us a little bit about that. Take us into that story. Yeah, I had a midlife crisis at 21, which is pretty <laughs> funny. Uh, and I feel like I can say that because the profession that Chris is really talking about is I was a professional ballet dancer. Uh, and I started you know, training at a really young age, at eight years old. And so when people were out, you know, having fun uh, with their friends in high school, I was training on Friday nights, Saturdays, and I just worked really hard throughout high school, uh, graduated, and then went off, traveled, and started dancing professionally. And to me, I was so excited about the future. I was, you know, I'm a millennial, so it's like I'm doing what I love. I'm getting to, you know, work and get paid for the things I love to do. And I felt like I knew where I was going to go. But then in a moment's notice, a back injury took me out of that career. And I really didn't know what to do next. But I think also, too, I didn't realize how much of my identity I put on that actual career. Like, Mm -hmm. I loved being introduced as Matt, the dancer. People always saw that as such a unique profession. Nobody's really met a ballet dancer. and so. That was a really big shift for me uh, in my life. And, uh, you know, years later, I started to get into like the photography and video work. And that's kind of where I started. But then when we met, I was also going through kind of another identity shift as well, like with just like my spirituality and what that meant. And I realized that there was a lot that I had not really, you know, figured out with the dance stuff. And that whole shift, and I realized that there was, I'm, I kept hitting these road bumps that were very similar, whether it was like in my faith, whether it was, you know, uh, through dance. And so then when we started working together, that's when I really kind of unlocked a lot about myself. And now starting to do a lot of this inner work over the last year has been incredible for me. Wow, man. That's what a. What a way of speaking to everyone. Everyone listening has had something go like they don't think it, like they wished it would have, right? And and they may have had to have made some kind of change, but they didn't realize what they were dragging from that last piece into this. And uh, thank you, man. Just thanks for the vulnerability and, and your story. I find it so interesting. Yeah, like not a lot of people know a ballet dancer, right? Uh, and... <laughs> My mind is going to a comedic routine by a guy. I saw him do this recently. It was funny. He was like, you know, it's, and he wasn't saying anything negative about it. He was actually being pro, but he just said, it's not even weird to be gay anymore. What's weird is if you juggle. It's like, hey, man, this person juggles. <laughs> and and so I think, yeah, you've got something that's so powerful to to remind us all what this change process looks like. Now you made that change and, and then everything was smooth sailing, all easy, no challenges. You're just, it's a cakewalk now. <laughs> yeah. Life is just so easy now. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's been hard. I think, you know, one of the things that you told me when we were start, like when we were in this kind of like our coaching together, like I was a very different person back then. Business was different. My responsibilities was different. What I was believing in, in terms of just internally, spiritually, was different than it is now. And one of the things you talked about is this visualization of like 
the like the cap of a water bottle is like you fill it up and then over time it like overfills and then you kind of have to get something bigger to fill with that water but then at that point there's more room right so there's more room to kind of fill up and to to grow and so really why you were saying that was because just because I went through your coaching in that moment that did help me in that moment figure some things out but what you were also doing was giving me the tools to help me in new moments as I grow as I get better and better at what I do because now I'm in I'm in different situations that also make me feel insecure different but I can now use the tools that you've given me to uh, actually go after and work through those new moments, those new things that are popping up for me. And so, yeah, it's definitely not a cakewalk, but it's a lot easier when I have those tools than before. Because again, as I said, I was like different moments in my life. I kept running into these roadblocks. But now, even though I do feel that resistance in my life, I have a lot more tools to actually work through those things and move forward. Mm, dude, I'm not even thinking we were going there. So meaningful to hear that. Uh, I freaking feel so encouraged. Thank you. Uh, I'd love just for people and, and to know what it's like to, to feel that insecurity. What's a situation that would have made you feel insecure in this new world you're living in? Um, I can imagine some, so I'll throw some out and then you can pick one or go with a better one. But like, yeah, you're doing bigger engagements and you're leading employees and you're closing uh, bigger deals and, and more complex projects. Is that kind of what you mean? Yeah, absolutely. So like we are working with bigger clients and mm -hmm. that's scary. Like mm -hmm. it's what I want. Mm -hmm. But once you're stepping into that, that realm, you're like, wow, these other entrepreneurs that you're trying to help, right? We're servicing other businesses. They've got this really impressive business, you know, brands that I look up to, brands that I, I've, I've been impressed with for, for years. And now getting the chance to talk to these people is amazing, but it also can feel like, well, who am I, right? So there's, there's insecurities there, or there's insecurities with, oh, like I now have to let somebody else do the editing. What does that look like, right? Mm -hmm. And and am I insecure about my own work or who, how I can create? And so learning how to manage people and lead people is very different than just being able to be, you know, your solopreneur type person. So yeah, there's a lot of realms that I'm jumping into that I'm, you know, feeling like not at the bottom, but just feeling like, oh wow, like there's a lot of room to grow. And I'm just getting these, you know, firsthand experiences and it, it can be scary at times, but again, have the tools to recognize those things, be present with those things, and then actually work through it to, to move forward and actually excel, which I think has been a huge part of my success. Man, props on leaning into those moments, dude, that's, you're, you're leaning into them, you're doing the work. And so mega props to you. Uh, I know it'll be a little bit of insider baseball, but for those that are listening uh, just to help them make sense of it. So you don't, I can contextualize it for them. What is it that you're doing in those moments that's helping you, you know, not get swallowed up or stuck in the stress? So I'll give you a, a very specific example, like two days ago. So today's Monday, it was Saturday. So two days ago, I had the biggest shoot of my career mm -hmm. and we're working amazing brand, like amazing names behind it. Big shoot, 
biggest amount of money. I've got the biggest camera in my hand. I've got like I've got everything that I've I've wanted. I've worked up for for years. But it's like even though I had that, like I've had, I know I've got the resources. I've got the people. I got it. I was there were still moments of of insecurity. How is this going to work? You know, is the lighting going to be right? You know, everything was running through my my mind. But that morning, I woke up early. You know, I I really just sat like on my couch, visualized everything. I like almost like you know I consider myself still an athlete. I try to train as if I'm an athlete, right? Like before a big game, you've got you know you got to think about the shots, the winning shots. You don't think about when you missed. You think about all those winning, you know, touchdown drives and all this stuff. I was doing that for myself, and I was going into my space, really thinking about it. And I was also imagining myself after it, how I wanted to feel, how I wanted to, you know, be in that moment. And all of that visualization work, I did not have before our, our time together. You know, I would definitely, you know, when I was performing, like as a dancer, you know, I definitely had those, you know, scary, you know, pre-performance jitters and stuff like that. But I didn't have something that could really ground me in it. And so sometimes that would just flare up in any in any way. So now that's a very specific example of, hey, I'm going into a big moment, one of the biggest moments of my career right now. And I was able to really channel myself, find peace, and then actually execute. Then the shoot went really well because I was able to not let all of these external pressures and internal craziness uh, get in the way of me actually executing and, and actually you know doing the the shoot and doing it well. Oh man, dude, props! I'm so glad to hear the shoot went well. Yeah, it, it makes me think of the Bruce Lee statement: "Too much mind." Right? We get too much mind in those moments, and so what Matthew's describing is, you know, we we walk through these introspective exercises like scenario switching and identity space to train you to get out of your own way so that too much mind and you're not looping around on these worries is swallowing you up. Now, also, too, it's not like you're trying to go in uh, like some, this is what's coming to mind, so I'm going to go with it, like some kind of beach bum. It's like, all right, man, you know, like nothing matters at all. You care. You're trying to advance your mission. You're trying to deliver for these clients. And, and the trick of this is to be relaxed and activated. And, and that's the point of these exercises. So it sounds like that's what's happened. And wow. Um, biggest shoot just happened a couple of days ago. I wish I could make some cheering noise for you right now, dude. Way <laughs> to go. Way to go. Woo-woo-woo. Uh, I need a, I need to upgrade the podcast to have these little yeah, sound effects exactly. things, right? Like a DJ, you know, just yeah. add those, those little sound effects. Totally, totally. Well, so it sounds like momentum. I feel like I got a picture now of where you're winning and where you're inspired. Um and, and for those listening, just understanding that at any given moment, we can have other parts in our lives where we're, where we're stuck on something or it's not going like we want. This could be something professionally or personally. Where do you, where do you look at something right now and go, man, I really want to figure this out and improve it? I think where I'm starting to at least notice where I want to spend more of my attention is kind of on my personal uh, self as well as just like just taking more time for myself. I think even just like health-wise, wanting to just get back into a better routine. I think, you know, this idea of, hey, there's this big shoot coming up. It's really just kind of put me in this like tunnel vision of everything. 
And I think at times that is good, right? But yesterday I was I went out to the beach with my wife. We relaxed. Like it was just like I was filling myself up. It was amazing. And I know in that moment I was just like, okay, I I've been missing this, right? And I don't think it's necessarily bad, but I definitely think that, you know, what I want to be focusing on in the next little bit of time is how am I building myself up? Because I've been so focused on how am I growing my business? How am I scaling a team, managing a team? Like there's so many things that I'm just getting a first time experience and it's been overwhelming. So it's really put a lot of like more personal stuff, you know, on the back burner. So now I think, you know, after, you know, just relaxing yesterday and kind of filling up my cup, I'm just like, okay, it's time to continue to fill that up for myself because I know I've neglected certain things, whether it's adventures on a big scale with my wife or maybe just a smaller weekend trip, but want to really focus more on those things as well. Yeah, go you, man. It's it's rhythms, it's seasons, it's making space for it. Um, and I think, tell me if this is something you would resonate with emotionally, so much of the nature of what you're doing as an entrepreneur or business builder is never done. You never reach a finish line, right? I mean, I this podcast episode will end recording it. That'll be a finished thing. But like, you know, there's, there's others to record. And, and so as gratifying as it feels to do this and, and, and put an end mark to something it's, it's ongoing. And so, yeah, when you have a big project like that, dude, way to, way to be in the moment. I think I feel it most when, um, when I, when I've done a keynote talk and, and been on the stage at a conference and like, dude, I honestly, feel internally high for like the next 24 36 hours even if i'm in an airport it's trippy yeah. matthew I'm, I'm like looking at humans being like man they deserve love and they deserve love and that lady hacking her head off doesn't she needs to get off the plane but uh you know whatever but the idea being you're you're recognizing that that this has rhythms that's really powerful that's really powerful where do you see a lot of people that haven't made the shift from freelance to agency uh, you know, with this idea of rhythms and seasons get stuck at? What do they miss that, that you feel like you were able to capture? And you may not even know, so I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean, I think that for me, I, I really see that most of my creativity comes from, from the resting. Mm. And I think that, you know, really understanding how you can't, there's no way that you can fully be, you know, consistently out there over and over and over again. Like, I know that, like, maybe a level of work that is not sustainable. And so, for me, I think I've, I've realized that and seen that, like, my best work comes from, you know, whenever I travel, I think the most creatively. I get out of my, you know, usual routine day to day. And that really just lights me up to come back. And so I think you just need to be aware of where you're at. I don't think that there's a general prescription for people. And I think that's where a lot of this like work-life balance kind of gets, you know, there's lots of you know debates on it. Because I don't think it's, there's one thing for everybody. And so it's really just about understanding what you need in these moments. That's where a lot of the work life with you comes into play because I I can know, hey, I can push it a little bit. You know, like I, in this moment, in this space, 
I need to push it and I need to do that, right? But then I also will be more open with the people around me. Hey, you know, in this moment, this is where I'm at. You know, I'm I'm really focused here. I can't really give you much beyond you know, X, Y, and Z. So it's really about being open with yourself, but then also communicating that to the people that, you know, are around you that are important to you that need to know those things. Man, I'm so glad you highlighted that. Because, like, when we're secure in who we are, we can be aware and then truthful about this is this is what's happening. This is where I'm at. Mm-mm-mm. You know, I see – I just banged the table with my knuckles. Sorry, I got so excited. Uh, <laughs> the um, I see this a lot with coaches. Like, you know, it's one thing to build a coaching practice. It's another thing to build, like, an agency. And it's another thing to actually build a, a business. And And the levels of this – business in terms of like something that scales you know to to serve a lot of companies and and i see a lot of coaches like you know trying to trying to do it the way they think they're supposed to do it rather than what you're describing figuring out how to do what they need to do grow how they need to grow develop the frameworks and tools they need to so they can make their best decision their customized wisdom in their moment um because the playbooks don't work anymore right? Uh, everything is changing so much and so fast. And well, when you think about like how you've grown and how you've developed, this is a fun question. I love asking it. Um, what's something you would say, Matthew, that like you like about being you? Like, yeah, I like this about being me. So my core identity fear was fear of being replaced. And what that meant for me is I ended up proving a lot about being unique. But I didn't believe that I was unique. Like I felt like I needed to build the life to be unique. Hmm. Like I was the dancer and I wanted to prove to people that like, look, I didn't go to college. I didn't do the traditional route. I'm this artist, you know, sort of thing. And and then even after that, like proving to people like, hey, I can start this business. I didn't go, you know, back to school and do this traditional career. Like I'm going to do something different. And but I didn't believe in myself. Like I didn't believe that like who I am is special. And I think now, mm-hmm. you know, I actually believe in in how I think. Like I don't need to prove how I think or like how I think is unique. But I just know and I love the way I view the world. Um, you know, I just got back from a trip with some friends uh from from high school. Mm-hmm. Super accomplished, incredible people like they're you know some in law school some working in top companies but like we think so differently and and but i love it i love it i love being challenged that way but i also love challenging their views and how they want to pursue their their career and how i'm going to pursue my career but i didn't in those moments i wasn't proving like hey look like i've got a great career i just i already knew like i knew who i am i knew my way of thinking I know that it's different. I don't need to prove that it's different, but but I also love it. And I think um, my point of view is just different. And I like to like ruffle the edges sometimes. I like to ask questions, go deeper on things, and you know, kind of challenge the status quo. Um, again, don't need to prove it, but I think that that's something at the core of me that's always been there. But I always thought I needed to prove it, but now it's just it's just there, and I love it. Dude, I mean, I, I can imagine 
people listening to this that need something marketed, they're like, okay, so this guy knows how to do that for himself. Maybe he can help do that for us because we can be unique and we don't have to prove. And so, so hopefully they do make that dot and then connect that dot and, uh, and, and reach out. Because for me, what you're describing is like everything. And, and just for listeners, you know, we, we have this process we walk through where we help you figure out your core identity fear and then how you can show up in it where you don't prove or hide because that's what blocks up your expression and it sounds like you got a real flow through happening and and when there's nothing to prove or hide we get to relax and enjoy ourselves so i love that you uh have expressed that so beautifully and you like how you think man you like how you process like what a cool thing to be proud of um what right now in the world, we know there's just like so much going on. It feels like it's been a perma crisis for a couple of years. I think you're probably like me and, and a number of people we're connected to. We have a mission. We don't have time for every crisis. Uh, it's just too too exhausting to get on that train. But for those that might be just a little fatigued right now, it's okay. No shame. Um, where would you encourage wherever you want to go with this? It might be entrepreneurs like yourself, people launching out just living their mission or leading. If you could give like a, an encouraging message to them, what would that be? My encouraging message would be be realistic. I think some sometimes I'm almost too idealistic. And I think that there's beauty in optimism. And I, I definitely want to be somebody that's known for optimism. But I think what has hurt me sometimes has always been that I overlook things. Um, and I've always like almost think too big or even small things like over budget for time, you know, or under budget for time, excuse me. And I think right now in the world, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of uncertainty, but I think that there's this kind of almost like, oh, everything's going to be okay. And I think it's okay that things are not going to be okay. And I, and I anticipate that. And so I think being realistic and really just taking some time to, to see where the world is at. And I don't think that we need to, not everything needs to be good all the time. Hmm. And you can also take that for yourself personally. Like not everything has to be good all the time. Business doesn't always have to be good. You know, the charts don't always have to go up and to the right. You know, uh, sometimes they're going to go down. And you got to be just realistic with those things. But I think if you are, you're going to become more present with yourself, more present with the people around you, more aware of what's going on in the world versus mm -hmm. pretending like everything's okay. And ultimately, you're going to become a better decision maker because you're going to be like deciding things on facts versus on fear or other emotions that can come up within the headlines of this world. You definitely got to clear out a lot of, of noise and make sure that you're true to what you're trying to do and what decisions you're making today, will that help you build where you want to go in five, ten years from now? And that's something that I constantly have to, to check in on before I kind of jump to the hype of things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, be realistic, which is funny because I'm an optimistic person who just like is like, do anything, you can do it. But I think in these moments right now, I think um, sometimes – I think this world has been over optimistic even in the last 10 years with the economy. Mm. And I think we are starting to see some reality kick in. So I think that's the best advice I can give. 
dude, thank you, man. I mean, your words ring with this, like, this guy has lived this and he is living it. Uh, and what a, what a powerful statement. We've got to accept reality. We suffer for what we resist. And so that starting point of change is to say, yeah, I, I need to take this reality and, and stare it in the face. Um, whew, that's, that's the stuff, man. Every day starting there. I mean, I go on a run and I got a problem in my head and I'm starting with that, like, yes, what is the reality I need to accept? Um, this is a curious question for me, just thinking about your growth and your development and, and, and your awareness. Was there a point where you can look back at and go, man, this is where I really started to value growing and developing myself or, or a breakthrough and awareness that you would look at and go, yeah, that's when I was like, I knew I could make some changes. I would say that obviously during our, our, our coaching, that was, was significant. I think what that opened up, though, was this chance for me to actually lean into my story more. Mm. I think before I didn't realize how much of my story I was running away from. So as I was doing more of this video and photo work, I didn't really talk about being a dancer. I didn't really kind of, it was almost like that was its one life and I'm into a new life versus now after the coaching. And, I, and I again, it's not a specific time, but I think just most recently over as, you know, just continuing to grow myself, who I am, my business, I've started to see like, oh, no, no, no. There's so much from my dancing that I am taking in. A great example is like, as I'm editing or we're creating these productions, right? Like I did create productions just in the dance world. And there's so many things that I believe in and things that I think, oh, you should work a certain way. Well, that's because I was taught that for the last 14 years, you know, as a dancer. And so now I'm like, oh, I got to communicate those things to the people that work for me. Like, oh, hey, this is my experience. This is why I believe this. Or, you know, I want creative work to look like this because I, that's my experience. And so then over time, I'm like, oh, wait, there's so much from before. And I'm starting to lean into my story. And I don't think I was able to really open up to that. I think I was afraid of doing that. And I think in the last few months, as I'm growing my team, and I'm like, oh, I actually have to express a lot of these things that are just internal to me and actually teach people the way I've been taught has been huge for me to really grow into that and lean in. And now, like, I've been on I mean, this podcast, obviously, talking about the story, which makes a little bit more sense. But even on some other marketing podcasts that I've been interviewed, I've had to, like, explain, like, hey, this is my story, and I feel so much more confident in that and how it relates to the work now. So yeah, it's been a, a huge shift for me recently. Oh, wow. I, you know, for me, hearing that phrase so powerful, not running from my story. Um, I mean, I think everybody, if they're not aware, is, you know, overreacting to something from their past or repeating it unaware. And to not run from our story, but to sit with it and see how it's transformed us. And then to transform the ending um, is is such a part of our transformation. What's weird is for me in 2020, I felt like with where we were shifting some things because of the pandemic and the business, I had to own a part of my story that I hadn't as much. 
and and by the time we were interacting, I was owning it more um, that I think even spilled over into a way that I was able to be helpful in the coaching based on what you'd said earlier that that really I had tried to like so distance myself from and and uh, so yeah, I'm on the path with you, man, doing the work. Um, Matthew, this has been really inspiring and encouraging. And for people that might want to connect with you more in whatever fashion that is, where would you like to point them or anything specific you want to tell them about? Yeah, I mean, I think just follow me on Twitter. That's like where I'm most active. It's Matthew Patozzi. Simple. You can check out Gudo Studios. It's all linked like over there. Um, and yeah, if you want to learn more about like marketing, videos, content creation, yeah, that's where to follow me. I do newsletter as well. But I would love to connect with anybody that's listening. So feel free to like direct message me. If you have any questions, like I do free con- like audits consultations. So again, seriously, like want to be able to help people as much as possible. But if you also want to chat like personal stuff too, feel free to ask questions. I'm an open book. Uh, and yeah, anything is, is fair game. Beautiful. Well, we'll have links in the show notes for those that may not get it. I'm going to spell it out for them so they can find it on Twitter. G-A-T-T-O-Z-Z-I. Two T's, two Z's, correct? Yes. Right on. Gatozi like cozy. Does anybody, hopefully nobody ever did that to you when you're younger and it's like a, some kind of trigger of trauma. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no triggers there. <laughs> good, 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 good. Well, man, what a treat to have you here today. Thanks for giving of your best self and uh, thank you for just the time. It's such a privilege to have you here, man. Thanks so much for being here. You know that self-leadership is difficult. And as you listened, if you found within yourself a desire for more awareness for yourself, your team, or your culture, or the people that you would guide as a coach, you can find more at SightShift.com, S-I-G-H-T-Shift.com to take the next step.